Hello, my name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing so well. It is currently gorgeously sunny on the Isle of Wight. The sun is pouring in onto my desk and just it's glorious basically. I just want to say I'm so sorry that we took a little bit of a two-week hiatus there which I didn't actually announce. I didn't tell anyone so a few of you did slide into the old DMs and be like where's the where's the podcast Hayley? What's going on? Basically if you didn't know I did just move house and it was a lot more stressful than I anticipated so this did actually unintentionally happen so I do apologize but I also appreciate that you missed the podcast that that makes me quite happy that there are a few of you out there that were like where where is it where is it this week it's here it's back so I wanted to talk today about relationships and I I feel like this is quite a difficult subject to breach um, especially as someone in a relationship because I don't want to come across as the all-knowing all-seeing doctor on this topic because I'm not (laughs) in no way shape or form and I've had several people reach out to me about long distance relationships because if you don't know I am in a relationship with my partner of four years and we are long distance we met in another country we're both from the UK Um, we both live in the UK but we live about five hours apart um, for several different reasons which I'm not really going to go into on here because it's it's a personal thing and I think there's a certain amount of things you share and a certain amount of things you don't share that's not to say there's some weird reason that we're apart it's yeah it's, it's only our business basically I think that's one thing with relationships I think a lot of people feel that they owe people an explanation for their relationship and why things are the way they are and such and such and such and I just I think life now is very different with social media everything everything is out there there's so much to see and I think this is something that very much plays into our own relationships obviously we never used to have this window into someone else's relationship. We never used to be able to see what went on behind closed doors. And suddenly we can. People share their relationships online. They they share videos like myself. I've done vlogs, obviously, where Chris and I are in there and you see parts of our relationship. But you don't see it all. You don't see everything that happens. You see the best parts, the best 10 minutes of our day, the, the bits that we can edit out and make it look better than it is, maybe. And that's something that we all see and we all look at some people and go their relationship goals they don't look like they ever fight they look like they're so in love and there's a couple on Instagram that I follow Emma and Proudlock the Proudlocks and I a, a girl I work with she always said to me she was like their relationship seems so perfect I love that relationship and it started getting me thinking you know I don't know what goes on in that relationship, but what we see is perfect. You just see such a loving couple. Don't get me wrong. That might be exactly how they are. However, you don't see the fact that they probably bicker over really silly things. The normal things that we all argue about, you know, you've left your clothes on the floor. Why is there a dish in the sink? You need to answer the door to the postman today because I'm in, I'm in a robe and you're dressed. No, I don't want to do it. I did it yesterday. You know, those silly, silly arguments that we all have as couples. And 
I think not only is social media one of these things, but I also think the way we were brought up watching Disney films and happily ever after stuff, it was all very unrealistic. And we've all been painted this picture of a perfect relationship with our soulmate and the person we're destined for. And it's all a bit bullshit, really, because when you do get in a relationship and you start having these problems, and because obviously most of these films we watched growing up didn't show you the real stresses of life when you live with someone and maybe one of you has lost your job and then there's a financial burden on the other one and I don't know there's just there's stresses that come in buying a house having a baby trying for a baby not being able to conceive just things that you can't predict happening a lot of that stuff wasn't shown and when that happens obviously there's tension obviously there's going to be an issue obviously stuff's going to come up and there's going to be butting heads it's normal it's so normal you know you it's just like everyday life you can't always have a constant feeling of happiness as much as we'd all love that you know just be happy all the time smiling constantly laughing all the time that's not maintainable. You can't always be happy. There's going to be days when you wake up in the morning and you feel like shit. And the same with your relationship. There's going to be days where you wake up in the morning and you've both got up on the wrong side of the bed and you're both just butting heads. You're not getting on. And then obviously, sorry if you can hear my stomach grumbling, I've not eaten yet. Obviously, there's also going to be days where you wake up and you're just, you can't keep your hands off each other. It's normal. We're humans. We're not meant to be in this constant state of euphoria and happiness and utter love as much as we'd all love to it's not it's not real and what you don't see in these films these happily ever afters is what happens once you're married I'm not married so I can't speak on that behalf but I'm in a relationship and have been for four years and I've seen several different sides of that relationship there's been ups there's been downs there's been sideways it's been all sorts but when you find the right person you put up with it you you deal with that shit you work through it together you communicate and that is the most important thing in a relationship communication and one thing that I think (laughs) was a big problem for me in my adolescent years and starting relationships is I always did this thing where I'd romanticize a person so when I was going to bed I'd think oh this person we're going we're going on a lovely sunset drive we're having a picnic he's written a song for me and he's playing me this song and it's all about how amazing I am (laughs) you know if I'm doing this with Chris Chris does not write music he is is not a musician so he's already up against an exceedingly high expectation of himself so anything he does away from that disappoints me and I definitely did this in my relationship I'm in right now I've definitely done that with him I've definitely like romanticized our relationship before it's happened and then when it's happened I've been like um you're a dick you've left your clothes on the floor and you know this version of you I've created doesn't do that (laughs) and then he was like why never fucking said that I would pick up my clothes so I'm confused and this is a big downfall of me. I think I've done that so much in my life and then I've had arguments with people I've been with because I've created a second version of them that's perfect, that does no wrong and does everything for me, which is ridiculous. And I'm sure some guys have done that to me too. But that's really hindered me in so many parts of my life growing up because through those adolescent years, and I will also say, I don't get why we're always chasing after a relationship when we're younger. We don't need that. Like, 
get to know yourself first, get to know how to pleasure yourself. And I mean, in so many different ways, especially with your hoo-ha, you should know all about your body. You should know the things you like, the things you don't like, what turns you on, what turns you off, what sparks joy, what brings you passion. All of those things are so important. And when we're constantly seeking someone else, we're not paying attention to those inner needs. We're not paying attention to who we are and we're not falling in love with ourselves. One thing I really massively fucked up on was when I didn't love myself, I spent all my time looking for someone else to love me and fill that void inside me that could only be filled by myself. You know, I hated my body. I hated the way I look. I felt like shit about my acne. And I was constantly like, oh, will you love me? Because I don't love myself, which is just fucking mental. And I'm so glad I'm at a point now where I adore who I am, not in a narcissistic way where I'm like, I'm fucking epic. You should all love me because I'm amazing. Not like that I just think I'm a great human and I hope you listening to this also know you're a great human we're all great humans and we should all appreciate who we are because there's only one of us (laughs) and um, I hate this saying I really I just need to bring up this saying quickly a lot of people and I find this so fucking cynical say you're born you you come into this life alone and you leave this life alone (sighs) shut up please shut up I get where you're coming from with that. I get you're coming from the fact that you should look out for yourself and love yourself. I stand by that 100%. I don't like this wording at all because you are not in, you, you don't come into this world on your own. You can't like your mum's vagina. Let's be real here. You There is a human present, usually several, depending on the situation. If you're in a hospital with a midwife and perhaps some nurses, your mother, maybe your father, maybe a birthing partner, there's more than just you in that room. Sorry, you didn't you didn't come from a seed that hatched in an empty room. So please, please stop believing this narrative that, you know, you're you should just be fending for yourself. I think it's amazing when you meet someone that just fits your life perfectly. But I also think we should normalize being single and stop saying to people that are single, are you talking to anyone? You want any dating apps? Um, who are you dating at the moment? You talk, how's, how's everything going? Are you looking for... Let people be single, please, because it's so important to spend a lot of your... Not a lot of your life, but whatever feels right for you. I think it's important to spend time single, however long you want to spend single. I, I wish I hadn't felt that pressure from such a young age, because from about 16 up until about 20-something, I was just in search for someone obviously to fill that void inside me, but because I felt I had to, I really felt like I had to have someone. And if I didn't, you know, I was doing something wrong and no disrespect to older family members I have, but I think a lot of it came from them. And I think that's not, that's not something that is, I'm not disrespecting them. It's it's something we've all been conditioned to believe that you have to have someone and that your life's significantly better when you do have someone. But had I got in a relationship throughout my twenties, and I'm talking the entire of my 20s, I wouldn't have traveled. I wouldn't have gone and worked at Disney. I wouldn't have done all the things I really wanted to do because I would have been doing what my partner wanted to do. And I would have been going along with their dreams. And that is something I really fucked up on in my life is I always was like, I'll please the other person. I'll do what feels good for them. When I was in a relationship in my very early 20s, well, I was only with him for a year, but I everything I did, I did for him. I changed so much of myself for him. I dressed the way he wanted me to dress. I acted the way he wanted me to act. I liked the music he liked. Everything was for him. 
And then when I got out of that relationship, and I think this was a huge, like massive turning point in my life was I came out of this relationship and was like, oh my God, I just want to be me again. I just want to be Hayley and I want my friends back. And it was a very toxic relationship. It was not a good one. And I don't want to disrespect him because, you know, you don't know what's going on in someone else's head. And I think he potentially needed to work on himself and was a bit lost. And I was obviously very lost. (laughs) But I came out of that relationship having pushed away all my friends, pushed away my family, pushed away who I was. And I just felt this like intense freedom where I was like, oh my God, I've got my life back. I can I can go and do what I want. And the, the first thing I did was booked a trip to New York to go and spend time with one of my best friends. And I fell in love with America again. I fell in love with, with travel. I fell in love with being on my own. I explored places on my own. I just really reclaimed myself. And a few years later, I obviously went over to Australia. But I was, in, I was in a bad headspace in Australia as well because I was honestly just looking for someone again to make me happy because I think in life you go through these ups and downs and especially when you're younger your mental health is is crucial and we go through these real negative spaces and our headspace changes a lot and we get anxiety we can go through depression and I know I I had this horrible eating disorder and then working through that was horrible and it then went into generalized anxiety and I just I really hated who I was and I'd as much as I loved spending time on my own I really felt like I needed someone else with me and when I was in Australia I think I was really in search of that and I was really just confused and I was trying to get over this relationship that really broke me and I wish I'd spent that time in Australia loving myself and loving that I was on my own because I just I think it would have been a much happier time. And truth be told, when I came back from Australia and I I went to America, I really had a hate for Australia because I hated who I was when I was there because I was just a shell of myself. I was just looking for someone to fill, fill me up and make me better. It wasn't until I got to America that I just, I really healed. I think being in a place that you adore and you can't be unhappy in America and Disney World, can you really? (laughs) I really worked on myself as a human there and really accepted being single. And then I did meet someone and I think life just does that, doesn't it? As soon as you're like, no, I'm just going to be on my own now. I'm just really happy with who I am. For some reason, people come along that are meant to be there and I guess that's what's happened with me but I don't I don't think that this idea that you should work on yourself and reward yourself with a relationship at the end is a good thing that's not I don't feel like that's what happened with me it just happened but a lot of people say be single work on yourself love yourself and then someone will love you bullshit that's not the point. That's not the the answer to life. If you want to go through your life single forever, that is such an amazing thing to do. And it's such an important thing to remember is normal. And I just, I, I suppose I'm just rambling here and just getting all of this out into a microphone. So just excuse the fact that this probably isn't a very, you know, normal thought process and I'm probably just going on so many different tangents but please can we normalize being single in our 20s and our adolescent years and in our 30s and maybe in our 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s however old you live just normalize being single you don't have to be in a relationship and I think we put so much pressure on single people and on ourselves to find the right person and to find this love and there's so much pressure and people go through relationship anxiety when they're in relationships because you're forever questioning, is this right? Am I with the right person? Because all we see 
is other people in these relationships that seem so perfect and seem so unflawed. And then you look at your own and think, fuck, why are we not like that? Why are we not waking up in the morning singing love songs to each other? Um, because you're normal and you're, you know, you're doing the, the normal stuff that they're also doing that you don't see. It's wild. There's, there's so much pressure on this and it's, I just, I think the more I go through life, the more I realize we are all exactly the same. We all have the same thoughts and we're all living the same life, but we're not talking about the bad bits. We're all just being like, yeah, everything's great. Everything's amazing. But as soon as you go, actually, this is a bit of shit. This is happening. And the other person goes, oh, same. You're then like, oh, that feels good. That feels good to know I'm not the only one. I feel a bit more validated now. I feel seen. And I just, I want you to know that whatever you're going through is fine. If you're single, please know this is the best place to be. This is an exceptional place to be. Don't sit on Tinder being like, I need to find someone, I need to find the right person and settle for just someone because you feel like you have to have someone. Please don't settle for just someone because they're nice to you, because they just seem like a, a decent person. You will know when it's the right person. It will just feel like it works. It will feel effortless and there will be downsides to it, (laughs) definitely. But it will just feel like it works. It will just feel like that person fits in your life. You'll be excited to talk to them. There won't be that power struggle. I fucking hate that power struggle. When you first start talking to someone, and obviously it's been a while since this has happened to me, but when you first start dating someone or talking to someone, I hate that thing where it's like they've texted me so now I'll wait an hour and I'll reply and then they'll wait two hours and then they'll reply and oh I can't double text fuck off (laughs) that is awful and I do you know what as soon as that happens as soon as in the past I've got into a space like that I've gone not worth it this is not worth it because you obviously don't want to talk to me I think when when you like someone why can't you just tell them that you like them and you want to spend all your time with them and they feel good to be around? Why do we have to hide our feelings? Why do we have to hide that emotion we feel and that love you feel for that person and that, oh, I just feel good when your name pops up on my phone? You know, that that's such a, an exciting feeling. And why can't you embrace that? Why do we have to be like, ew, they're so obsessed with me? <laughs> like, that's, is that not really great that someone likes you that much and wants to spend that much time with you and wants to talk to you all the time? Is that not like such a great feeling? Maybe they're not the right person then, I don't know. I'm really just blabbering now, but I hope that this helped you in some way. And I hope that you know if you're single, that is such a good place to be and you shouldn't put pressure on yourself or feel the pressure from society to be with someone if you're not ready or if you don't want to be with someone. And I hope if you're a relationship, you you know that your relationship is perfect the way it is and you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone else or wondering if it's the right person. Just enjoy it. Just, just be with who you want to be with. Do what you want to do and know that no relationship is perfect. There is always going to be flaws. And if you constantly compare yourself to a high expectation you are going to find yourself falling short and feeling miserable anyway I word vomited a lot during this podcast but I hope that I hope it was enjoyable and I hope you're having a great day Um, sending you so much love and please remember to always love yourself and 
do stuff that makes you feel good. Don't hide your feelings. Don't hide your emotions. Just accept who you are. Enjoy it. This life is really, really short and we've just got to go after what we want and live live a life that makes us feel fulfilled and feels right for us, not for anyone else, just for us. So I will leave it there. I'll stop blabbering on. Go and enjoy the sunshine if it's sunny where you are, the snow, the rain, whatever weather you've got. Just go have a great day. And I'll speak to you next week for another episode where I will, in fact, be joined with a guest. <laughs>